Thank you for joining the podcast. I do realize there are so many options available and the fact that you chose to listen to this podcast means a lot to me. My name is Sharon Feckety. I am the host of the Dr. Whisperer Show. I am also the founder of the Dr. Whisperer. So basically, I am the Dr. Whisperer. We are going to navigate through the business of medicine together. We're going to feature some doctors, some healthcare attorneys, some patients, some practice managers, people that will help you navigate through this industry. So thanks for joining us. If you are enjoying the podcast and you think somebody else could benefit from it, share it with them or write a review or both. Thanks again. 2021, we're coming for you and we're going to get through this together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am your host, the Dr. Whisperer, also known as Sharon Feckety, or as some might say, Sharon Fakit. However you want to say it, we are here today with the lovely Sarah Connolly of Sarah Connolly Legal, my favorite, favorite healthcare attorney in, dare I say, the world. Hmm. As it stands right now, Sarah Connolly is not just my favorite healthcare attorney in Tampa Bay, but the world. So welcome to the show. Uh, thanks so much, Sharon. Good morning. And thank you for the warm welcome. I would <laughs> like to be your favorite attorney, period, but I'll settle for your favorite attorney on your podcast this morning. <laughs> there you go. You are my fave. <laughs> All right. So we are, we are, it, listen, it's been a minute since I have been talking about COVID. Mm-hmm. And this panorama on this show, I, you were with me in 2020, many times on this show, as there were healthcare uh, practitioners, healers, therapists, and beyond to help everybody navigate through the pandemic. Well, everybody, guess what's still happening? We're back. We're back. I, I hate to say it, Sharon. I hoped we'd be out the other side of this pandemic by now. I'd love to move on to other things, but mm-hmm. unfortunately my clients and friends and family and colleagues are um, suffering the effects of this Delta variant. And we really have entered into a new phase of this pandemic that we are going to have to navigate through together. Um, it's not just a charge forward uh, and and maintain the status quo, the Delta variants made that impossible. We've got surges in cases and and hospitals filling up, reminiscent of some of the worst phases in this pandemic, unfortunately. Yeah, we've seen some pretty, pretty petrifying numbers. And of course, everybody's talking about returning to school. We're all returning to work. There was almost this feeling of dare I say, like, it's almost over, you know, we're, we're coming back together. Let's have a party. And now um, we see the highest numbers that we've yet to see in the state of Florida alone. You would know more than I. So elaborate, please. Yeah. Unfortunately, Florida at the time of this taping is responsible for one third of new COVID infections. Um, Combination of Florida and Texas is responsible for more than half. So we are seeing spikes right here in our backyard and in a lot of places where vaccination rates have lagged. And we've come 
to call this phase of the pandemic the disease of the unvaccinated, because what we've seen is in areas with lower rates of vaccination and all across our nation, folks that aren't vaccinated, even those that are younger and not uh, you know, pre-existing conditions, things we thought we knew about COVID, um, Delta is in a humbling way teaching us otherwise. Um, it is roughly two times more transmittable than the original variant. And while we are seeing much higher rates of what's called breakthrough infections, meaning you're fully vaccinated, but you still get infected, um, it's telling us that Delta is more resistant to our vaccines, but that vaccines are extremely effective, still 95% or above in preventing hospitalization and death. So we're really at the point in this pandemic where if you haven't gotten COVID yet, you will. The, the tides have turned and there's too many people that have been infected. But the question is, how sick do you want to be? And if you've gotten two doses of the two-dose vaccine or you've gotten one dose of the Johnson & Johnson, you are much, 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 much less likely to get hospitalized or die. And the mantra that I'm hearing from my clients over and over again is a heartbreaking one which is as people are intubated and passing away saying, I wish I had gotten my vaccine. And I wouldn't wish that on anybody to have that happen to them or their loved ones. It's just devastating. So let's remind everybody why Sarah, because um, some might be confused that maybe this is the first time listening or watching the show. Why is Sarah Connolly um, so knowledgeable and speaking out so much about the pandemic and um, and your clients in particular. Let's let's elaborate so the audience can understand why you have such a, a strong. You know, you're the one that um, when I had to sit the family down, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was right before Easter of last year. Mm-hmm. We did a show. I sat it down in front of my own family. I said, I want everybody to watch this. We're not going to take bad information from Google, from Facebook, from all the social platforms that I love so well. We're going to take it from somebody who actually is in the know. So why don't you let everybody know why you are in the know and how you are in the know? Yeah, so some of my largest clients are in the senior living industry, and I'm an outside general counsel for healthcare and tech companies. So, of course, during the midst of this pandemic, I've been on speed dial for my clients um, because I do everything from liability, risk management, infection control, kind of the boots on the ground stuff to employment issues, HR, leave, vaccine mandates. I, you know, I've been really kind of jack of all trades in supporting my clients through this pandemic. And, and you've gotten straight information from the CDC. You know, I've, you had to stay in the know through it all. Yeah, I've worked directly with the CDC on things like mass testing and infection control. Um, We did determine that one of my clients had um, fake masks or masks that had um, not been properly manufactured. Um, So the CDC was very helpful in doing some testing with us, working directly with local and state epidemiologists and departments of health. Um, Really the folks that are, in all humility, the ones that are 
boots on the ground and fighting on the front lines, and then me um, helping to, to implement or advise my clients based on these tough lessons learned. So okay, great. Well, yeah. so now, you know, we've just now taken everybody that, you know, wants to leave a stupid comment like people do today, because my goodness, sure. if, if there's not a land of stupid out there today, I don't know what, I mean, I am in shock on a daily basis at the things that people say, do, and don't do, one of them being not getting vaccinated. So- with that said, let's talk a little bit about reopening. So what is your take and what what can you share with the audience to, to bring this to a place where we can all reopen safely and, and, and get to a place where we can actually say, remember when we were in the pandemic instead of we're still in it? Yeah, so I always go back to what the medical experts say, um, and you touched on this, Sharon, there's a lot of misinformation, there's a lot of social media confirmation bias, and you know, if you want to find somebody on the internet who supports your position, you're going to find them. Sure. And I always go back to reasonable minds can differ on certain things, but when it comes to public health, it is really and truly up to the medical experts. It's not political. It doesn't matter. Virus doesn't care if you're in a red or blue state. This is a public health crisis that we're continuing to live in. So I always go back to the CDC, and I know we've had some frustrations, confusion, overwhelm with different guidance we've gotten from the CDC at different phases of this pandemic. But I remind everybody that the science itself does not change. The data does. And the more we know, the more we're able to react. And we have had, and this is the silver lining to many millions of people having been infected and many millions of people being vaccinated, that the data is there that we're getting smarter every day. And the latest from the CDC in response to this Delta variant, nobody could have predicted that this variant would come out or be as virulent as it is, um, emerged first in December of 2020 and is now the dominant strain in the country and worldwide. So we have to react when new information like that comes out. And the latest from the CDC is that you should be masked indoors in all areas of high transmission, which right now is about two thirds of the counties in the US. So by and large, you should be wearing a mask, whether you're vaccinated or not, if you're indoors and cannot safely socially distance. That's because we're learning that this Delta variant is more transmittable and that even folks that are vaccinated can infect others, albeit they are much less likely to become very ill or to pass away. So we need to remask. I know that's contrary to certain states, certain localities, but that is what the medical experts at the CDC are telling us. And coupling that masking with anybody who hasn't been, been vaccinated sleeves up. The time has come and gone. The sense of urgency is, is higher than it's ever been because our hospitals are once again reaching surge capacity and being overloaded. They've canceled all elective surgeries. They are now putting so much of their time, energy, resources, blood, sweat, and tears into treating very sick COVID patients once again. And the average age of a COVID patient has dropped into the 40s, where 
whereas we've always been thinking of this as, as a disease of the elderly, younger people are now being impacted, including children not of vaccination age. So if, if you don't get the shot for yourself, get your shot for the kids out there who can't safely get vaccinated yet. That's the latest from medical experts. I feel frozen. Yeah. I did a whole episode called yeah. I feel frozen last year. I, I feel it again. And um, it's not a great feeling. Yeah. I, I, I really, um, that, that point that you just made about, even if you have your own, whatever ideas in your head about not getting vaccinated, you know, I would assume there comes a time when we have to start thinking about others yeah. versus ourselves. And if you have an opportunity to actually help others just by getting a shot, you know, um, I, I would, I would highly recommend. Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. They are so cool. And they're here in Tampa Bay. If you're a Tampa Bay listener, Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I work with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram, Thai Technology Rocks. Okay, so. <laughs> Reaching to the choir, Sharon. Oh, no. and, and I'll tug the heartstrings a little bit. Um, you know, I do feel like at this point, we should all be in selfless mode. Mm -hmm. If you're less enough to be physically safe and healthy, you need to be taking steps to keep others physically safe and healthy who might not, um, you know, be able to take a vaccine for one reason or another, or might be more ill after infection, even despite being vaccinated. So we all have that responsibility. It's now gotten to the point, Sharon, I, I hate to say it, but we're at the tipping point that if you haven't been impacted yet, you will be. So yes, if you aren't naturally, um, you know, feeling that selflessness or called to protect others, it will impact someone close to you. And I don't want you to be the person who's being intubated and on their deathbed wishing they got a vaccine. So if you don't listen to me, listen to those providers that are pleading on behalf of patients who are passing away. These are people that are seeing it firsthand. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and that's my whole world is about um, the doctors and what, what they go through and how frustrating it is to know how many people um, are asking for the shot when they are taking their last breaths. And it's, it's even way too late, too late. They way won't late. give it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, segue right into mental health then, Sarah. It I seems know. like a good time because <laughs> this all is going, if it hasn't already, which it has certainly for me in waves. I, I always like to, to speak personally because I know that whatever vulnerability that I'm going to portray today is maybe going to be a little more impactful than data, okay? So my own data 
is that um, I lost a friend over the weekend. Um, I'm sad. I uh, don't want to work. Um, I'm doing this interview. I'm trudging through. Okay. Um, but there's a little bit of a difference is that because um, I'm thinking of all of these people in the world and in my life that are trudging through that never stop. Yeah. You know, I started my day knowing good and well, I have a full day ahead of me of clients and business, and I am going to work out as normal. And then I'm going to meditate and I'm going to walk my dog. And then I'm going to do this and I'm going to feel waves of sadness. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to work, but maybe I'm not going to work as hard or as long. I'm going to offer myself some self-love because of the grief that I'm feeling. And that will continue in whatever way. And I will be going to therapy throughout this. And I'm speaking about mental health Wednesday night, but I I want you to, I want to hear what you have to say first and foremost about mental health and how it's affecting even the businesses that you're working with and, and, and some of the things that we can do. Take it away. Yes, Sharon, what you just described is something that everybody is dealing with in one way, shape, or form. So some manner of grief, stress, overwhelm. I mean, we have been so tested as a world and as humanity as a whole that people are having really, really fundamental and deep-rooted struggles in how to move forward. Mm -hmm. And the things that you're describing from exercise exercise to meditation to finding grace with yourself we are all having to find ways to get to our baseline of mental health and happiness and to continue to function in a world that is going to continue to have external stressors and pressures and fear and everything that goes along with this continued pandemic and i have to take this moment to say on behalf of my healthcare provider clients that they are absolutely exhausted, burnt out, depressed on different substances. I mean, the rates of anxiety, suicidal ideation. I mean, it is just, I saw in a recent medical journal calling it the dual pandemic of suicide and COVID-19 because people are just absolutely at their wits end and desperately in need of help. Mm -hmm. So for my healthcare clients and those who love them, spending the time and energy and resources on getting people what they need. Everything from employee assistance programs to aggressive leave policies to anything and everything. I've had clients roll out yoga, meditation, wellness, you know, programs on site. I mean, everything you can do to give your team members what they need to stay whole and functioning and and in a good place mentally. Because right now the struggle is real. And for anybody who, who has been in that place before that you're describing, Sharon, you know, it is as fundamental and as devastating as anything you could go through. We as a world are grieving and trying to figure out how to move forward during something that we thought might last a few months Mm -hmm. and is now hitting us with yet another wave of devastation. And we don't yet know when this thing is going to end. So we have to take care of each other and we've got to check in on the strong ones because everybody is struggling right now. 
Everybody. And for people that uh, suffer from anxiety, just when you said those words, we don't know when it's going to end. Yeah. You know, that is really, really tough for, for anybody that is, is suffering from anxiety and depression or and addiction, all of yeah. it. Yeah. So um, Sarah Connolly, um, in the legal yeah. field, there yeah. is just as much devastation and depression and addiction and suicide rates. Um, what do you do for your mental health? Yeah, Sharon, lawyers have the dubious honor of being in the top five year in and year out of most suicidal, drug addicted, depressed and anxious professions. Um, that's there's a lot of reasons for that. And we could we could spend all day talking about what I think needs to to be fixed in the legal profession. But for me personally, and, and I spend a lot of time, you're the same way, Sharon, on listening to podcasts, you know, learning as much as I can, absorbing as much as I can, because I know that I'm not on an island and I'm not experiencing this on my own. It's been a year full of, of exhaustion and empathy and, and everything in between that I am like you with the exercise, the meditation, the sleep. I am very, very, I book those things on my calendar the same way I do clients calls and the same way I do any time that I am trying to protect and, mm -hmm. and really make me my best version of myself in all of this. I'm a big believer in getting therapy, counseling, anything that you need in terms of professional help. These aren't things you can intuit your way through. These aren't things that just buck up, put one foot in front of the other. Seek professional help if you need it. And absolutely, if you're in, in crisis, the National Suicide Hotline, there are a lot of resources anonymous resources for you if you need that kind of crisis help. If you have anything approaching suicidal thoughts or even just feel isolated or like you don't have a resource or support, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out because the reality is people are in crisis. I've sent you this um, article, Sharon, we talked about this a few weeks ago. ER visits for adolescents are like quadrupled. We have mm. teens in crisis in a way that we've never seen before. Baker acts at an all-time high. Um, yeah. These are really, these aren't just red flags. These are, um, you know, symptoms of the underlying cause being this global pandemic. And, and I tell my clients, Sharon, viewing anything related to mental health the same way you would physical health. It, you would never uh, hold it against a cancer patient that they need time and treatment and time out of work to handle that. You need to view mental health issues in the exact same way. And the reality is anxiety and depression is a top three um, reason for workers comp and missing work and lost time at work. The more time and resources we spend on employees being healthy and happy, the more productive and engaged and long-time employees they'll be. You take care of them, they'll take care of you. And we're in this together. And it's okay not to be okay. Yes, yes, it's okay not to be okay. I'm not okay. You're today. not okay. No. Nope. And, I, and I, um, I'm saying that, well, number one, because it's true. <laughs> number two, because I want to make sure that it is a, uh, 
there's no judgment around that. There's no, uh, I don't feel bad telling anybody, you, whoever's listening or watching that I'm not okay. And, and really, and truly we're not helping anybody by pretending we're okay when we're not. No, as a matter of fact, these things will just bubble up to the point that they boil over and that never ends up well for anybody. It means somebody quits or somebody has a crisis and it's too little too late. So the more we talk about it and the more we make it okay to talk about, the better we will all be in moving through this together. So true. Sarah yes. Connolly, legal extraordinaire. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for not just reopening, but reopening my eyes again, even to uh, considerations around my parents and um, where we go and what we do, you know, just really thinking things through. We, We really do have to be responsible. And for for your audience, Sharon, everything from whether you should mandate vaccines for your employees to what your leave policies need to look like to how to host a vaccine clinic, I'm using my platform for good and using my legal powers for good to try to keep us safe throughout this. So please, to your audience, don't hesitate to reach out to me because I'm certain I can help. I'm certain that you can help too, Sarah. And my goodness, before you start implementing any kind of policies, you really, really, and truly need to reach out to Sarah. Oh, (laughs) there's a, there's a legal landmines all over the place, you know, avoid those distractions so that you can stay focused on what's most important, which is keeping people safe. (laughs) True that. Well, my friend, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me and for spreading this message, Sharon, always be well. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.